Welcome to the Pup Pester Podcast, or as we're calling it, P-Cubed. Yep, it's nerdy. I'm your host, Gail Tabor, and I'm glad you've joined us. I do this little thing called preaching, and so this is a time when I'm going to share with you a little sermon. So grab a craft brew and sit back in your easy chair or whatever. And enjoy hearing a little word of God. Thanks for joining us. With Jesus. Last week I was walking on the beach. I was walking on the beach at sunrise. It's a thing that I do a couple of days a week. I do it for sea turtle patrol. I walk along a designated portion of the beach looking for turtle tracks. Hoping... Hoping beyond hope that a mama turtle has come on shore to lay her beautiful clutch of eggs. I've actually seen mama turtles on the beach laying their eggs. I've gotten to see the tracks where they come ashore. And you can tell that they have laid their nest. And have been there when the babies hatch. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience to be out on the beach, and see this wonder of nature take place. On this particular day, as often happens somewhere along my three-mile stretch, I encountered something that made me think of God. To think about God and our relationship to God. To think about God and us. Often, that comes in the sunrise. The view of the pelicans skimming over the water. The way that the sun comes up over the horizon or reflects in the clouds or the way that the sky and the earth changes as the sun arrives. Often in those times I think of God and I think of my relationship to God and I think of how the God coming into my life changes things just as the sun arriving over the earth changes things. But on this day, I saw a clutch of A clutch? A group? A gaggle? A murder? I'm not sure what you call a bunch of seagulls, but I saw a bunch of seagulls. Off in the distance, yelling, screaming, squawking, fighting with each other. I thought that was odd. Frequently I see seagulls along my way. They're usually pretty docile. Sometimes they walk alongside me. Sometimes they fly away as I approach, but most often they're just searching the shore for something to eat. They're just there, and I'd hardly ever even notice them. But this morning, there was a pile of them, and they were screaming, and they were chasing each other, and I wondered, what do they have? Have they found a fish? Have they found a portion of a fish carcass? Have they found a crab? What is causing this major ruckus on the beach? Maybe I may have quickened my pace in order to get closer and to find out what was the cause of all of this hallabaloo that was going on with the seagulls. I like the seagulls. I'm much more intrigued by the sandpipers, though. 
the little birds, I can't recall their name right now, who are right in the shore, who are right in the edge of the water, and they're looking for sand fleas, and they run with the waves. They they go out when the wave comes out, and, and they run back up on the shore as the wave comes back in, and the whole time they're checking the sand to see what they might find, what kind of feast they might have. But on this day, it was the loud and chaotic sound of the seagulls that had my attention. And when I got close enough, when I got close enough that I could see the source of the ruckus, it was discarded pizza crust. Pizza crust. Bread. They were fighting over bread. These seagulls were beating each up, each other up, and, and fighting desperately for a piece of bread. In our scripture today, which is Mark, the 8th chapter, 14 through 21, we hear a story about Jesus and his disciples. And it says this, And then he left them and got back in the boat and headed for the other side. But the disciples forgot to pack a lunch. Except for a single loaf of bread, there wasn't a crumb on the boat. And Jesus warned, be very careful. Keep a sharp eye out for the contaminating yeast of Pharisees and the followers of Herod. Meanwhile, the disciples were finding fault with each other because they had forgotten to bring bread. And Jesus overheard and said, Why are you fussing because you forgot bread? Don't you see the point of all of this? Don't you get it at all? Remember the five loaves I broke for the five thousand? And how many baskets were left over for you to pick up? And they said, Twelve. And the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many bags were of, full of leftovers did you get? Seven, they replied. And Jesus said, Do you still not get it? This, my friends, is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I feel like I could stop my sermon right there and you would see the correlation between the seagulls fighting over bread on the beach and the disciples fighting over bread in the boat because both have this feeling that there's not enough bread, that everyone's not going to get all they need, and they feel the need to argue and to fight. But I want to draw this line very clearly for you. I want to be very clear in this. Because in the 6th chapter of John, Jesus tells us that he is the bread of life. So I think it's very apropos that this fits with us fighting over Jesus. Aren't we humans just like the seagulls? Fighting over the bread of life? Fighting over who gets to be in and who gets to be out? Who is and who is not a part of God's plan? Somehow we think that we control that. Or we think that there's not enough of God's bread, not enough to fill all of us and have leftovers. We're afraid that someone else might get something that was meant for us. We're afraid that there might not be enough for everyone. And I feel that Jesus is just keeps looking at us and saying, do you still not get it? I can take very small amounts and I can multiply it and divide it and make it enough that there are leftovers. Do you still not get it? And here we are, 
fighting over who is in and who is out, who we welcome and who we don't, over some minor piece of theology. We are fighting over Jesus. We yell and we squawk and we try to keep others out, and we fight as if there is a limited supply, a limited supply of Jesus. And just like he did with the disciples, he's looking at us saying, do you still not get it? The love of God multiplies. The love of God multiplies in us. The the love of God multiplies with each person that we give it to. The more we give it, the more there is. The more we invite people in, the more there is. The more people come to God, the more there is. This isn't a diminishing return game. There's not a finite amount. There isn't so little that we're afraid that others might get more than we get. Because God's abundance, God's radical love is enough for all of us. And it fills all of us. There's more after we have all feasted than there was at the beginning. We shall all be fed. And there is more than enough for everyone.